Welcome to Café y Chisme. I'm Vicky, and I'm here with... Franco, Ivan, and Myra. Brew your coffee and join us in today's Chisme. Hello and welcome back, everyone. Today, we will be discussing the joys and challenges of parenting. In this episode, Franco and I will go through some parenting questions. And with the help of Myra and Yvonne, we will get some real-life feedback. We're excited. Woo! <laughs> Nervous, and maybe? scared, I know. <laughs> yeah. So, let's start off. Franco? Question one. Can you guys share a moment with your kids that made you laugh out loud or filled your heart with joy? Okay. Um, I don't know. There's so many, but they're like little, little things. Sometimes, like, they just say the craziest things, and that makes us laugh because we don't know, like, where they got it from. Um, or, like, little nicknames or something. Like, Mila will just start saying, start calling us Cha-Cha Boom Boom, and I don't know where she got that from, you know? It's so okay, random. So who's Cha-Cha and who's Boom Boom? <laughs> no, I Everybody. have no idea. And so she'll be like, Mommy, what's your name? And I'll tell her my full name, and she'll be like, no, you're Cha-Cha Boom Boom. Or she'll ask me a question, I'll give her the answer, and she'll be like, okay, cha-cha, boom-boom. I don't know. It's so random. I don't know where she gets it from, but it makes us laugh. Other things are like, they're always watching you. They're always listening to you. I love when, like, Yvonne's going to work, and she's like, bye, daddy. Be careful. Have a good day. Like, just little things like that where they know when to use those things because they hear us say it, and they really mean it. How does that make you feel, Yvonne, when your little ones I like it. I mean, our kids are like little drunk kids telling the truth. (laughs) But yeah, it's really what she said. Like whenever I leave to work, I like that they come out and they'll just say goodbye. Mila has been watching The Little Mermaid and she's very aware of the sea witch. So for everything, it's like the sea witch, the sea witch. Be careful with the sea yep. witch. I was driving out, what, a couple of days ago? And she was outside. She was like, bye, daddy. Careful with the sea witch. No. That was just funny. I thought that was hilarious. And then there's other times we went to IHOP. And there's this little old lady. And she was sitting down in the booth. <laughs> and she was like, uh, like, Mila acknowledged her. Very and she was like, what'd she say she was like look mom small she, she's small she's small and she, and she was, was just pointing an old lady. at her she was just an old lady like Aww. you know like she was short short old lady mm-hmm. but they're starting to notice those things like yeah. somebody's tall or short and then with like christian so we really we want them to do good like academically obviously but we really just want them to be kind people so it makes me so happy to hear like his teachers telling me how sweet he was at school or like helping kids avoiding nap time, but helping kids, patting them on their back, like trying to help kids go to sleep (laughs) while he should be sleeping or like hugging the girls and like they're very sweet, very affectionate kids. All those things like, or like I dropped something the other day, I dropped water and I was like, oh man, like frustrated at myself. And Mila's like, it's okay, mommy. Like just calm and just like, it's okay. Like Very okay. compassionate. Yeah. Yeah. And loving. Mm-hmm. 
It's because they don't got bills to worry about. <laughs> yeah, at least not yet. That's true. Oh, to be young again. But they will. There's a lot of just little moments like that that, like they just. Yeah, I wouldn't say there's it. specific ones. It's like a series of yeah experiences that you know things that they do that's like per that was that, funny. Yeah, and they like their little personalities, and that also kind of helps us too because. Most of the time, you don't know what you're doing. You know, you're trying to figure it out. And uh, they kind of like, they are like a, re- a little reflection of you. And you see that, like, you see some of their actions and you're like, we're doing good. Like, we're doing good as parents. Agreed. Let's see. The next question on the list. What aspect of parenting has been more challenging than you initially anticipated? <laughs> All parts of it. <laughs> All of it. The whole All subject. <laughs> I mean, there's just no like instruction manual or anything that can prepare you. So it's like you're really learning as you go. I mean, there's not really anything at all. It's and and the thing is, you try to make the best decisions as possible as you go, and others will jump in, give you advice, and you know things that help and things that worked out for them. But yeah, I always hear people when they just had a newborn say that. Those first days are just, they, they can be very difficult because you see for the first time this human, this little teeny tiny human being, and you are responsible for their well-being. How was it taking your first child home for the first time? Like, you know, it's like, got to make sure keep this alive. Yeah, like, <laughs> who trusted us to be parents? You know? Someone trusted us <laughs> to be still, parents. I'm, like, even now, though, I'm still like, can't believe I'm somebody's mom, you know? Just because, like, I know, like, what my mom means to me, you know, and it's so crazy to think that you're that to somebody else, you know, so that that to me, like, bringing a kid home and then, like, seeing them evolve into that where they depend on you, they need you, and then you're like, man, now I'm that to somebody else. That's cool. Can you guys describe a moment, despite all the challenges you face so far? When you felt a profound sense of accomplishment as a parent? I think right now it's like living real time and just kind of looking back at everything, the whole journey, even before kids and, you know, up to now. Sometimes I just kind of space out and I'm just observing, Myra, I'm observing the kids and I'm just thinking of everything that we have. And I'm like, wow, you know, this is it. You know, this, this was the dream. I'm happy about everything. Yeah. I think they're like good kids. They're happy kids. Yeah. I think just like who they are. I think your kids, because I've met them personally, are very, they're the best parts of both of you. Absolutely. And I like admire those two, like love them to pieces. I find that they bring joy even to like me, my husband. Just people, I'm sure people that they just see out and about, I think kids are just so, like, like just so wonderful and innocent and beautiful and just, like, pure that it's, like, little things that they just do, just kind of, like, you know, they sprinkle that around to everyone. They, so, they're always getting free stuff, okay? So, <laughs> so like, we went to Walmart the it other day, right? from us. <laughs> no, like, from strangers. I know mm. that sounds bad, but we went to... Walmart. It's parent supervised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's parent supervised. So we're like, we tell our kids, you know, don't take candy from strangers. And then we're like, 
that's fine. They can have it. And Yvonne's like, well, it's because we're with them. And I'm like, well, yeah. But we went to Walmart and Mila kept asking for, uh, there was like a little end cap by the cashier. And she kept asking for these, I don't know, like snake candies. And she kept asking and we were like loading the stuff and we're like, okay, Mila, okay. But we weren't going to buy them for her, but we were just like, okay. And then the lady was like, you want those snake candies? And then she was like, yeah. She's like, I promise you, you're going to get those snake candies. Oh. And we were like, and then she told Yvonne to give them to her, to the cashier. And then she asked Christian what he wanted. And Christian picked something out and she took them to a different register and she checked out and bought them for them. Oh, no. Yeah. Wow. That's very sweet. She went around. There was a, a lady waiting right behind us, too. And she took her time, went around, got her little badge out and paid for it herself. I was like, wow, you know, like they love our kids. Our kids are lovable and they can be a lot sometimes, but, you know, they're good kids. Is it ever hard when you say no to your children on something like, oh, can we buy this? Can we get that? And then someone else just comes around and slime. says yes. Slime, okay. Slime. slime. Oops, we're sorry. Like, slime. <laughs> no, slime. But in a different perspective, like I got put in that position too. I get put in that position too. And I understand that from the parents' perspective, but as the aunts and uncles or grandmas, I get it. because. You know, my nieces, their mom might tell them no. And then as an aunt, I buy it for them. Of course. So it's just this vicious cycle. <laughs> but So what you're saying is if they buy a dog for them, you'd be okay. <laughs> no, that's a different that, story. That's not okay. That's more responsibility than slime. No. And more expensive. <laughs> oh, yes. my goodness. The commitment. It's a huge commitment. Mm-hmm. Which, speaking of. How do you find moments of joy and connection, even on a particularly challenging day? And this could be like connection with each other or just connecting in life. It's hard. It's hard because by the time that they go to sleep, like we're both tired, like we're exhausted, like just mentally exhausted. So we try to make time where we just watch like mindless TV and like we laugh about it, talk about a show that has like no meaning, but it's just like it's just funny. I do that too, and that mm-hmm. and we'll it helps have you like, like wind down. Yeah, it help you like wind down, and we'll either have coffee or we'll have like a charcuterie board. Jersey and, Shore, and that, yeah, <laughs> not <laughs> <Yes>. sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what we watch, and we love it, and like that for us is like we enjoy that. Like, I think it's, it's not much, but it's. You're still prioritizing your significant other because you hear a lot. It's like, you know, whenever you get married and have babies, the kids are priorities. Yes. But still, that doesn't mean that your spouse is yours, you know, that you lose that priority. They don't go on the back burner. Exactly. So, and it's hard. Like, I'm going to be completely honest. It's hard, but like, it's just that persistent, like, want to spend mm-hmm. time with each other, even if it's senseless, even if you're watching the freaking Jersey Shore, like at 1130 mm-hmm. <laughs> p.m. Yeah, like or whatever. You don't have to do it every day or right. all day. or you know, But just looking something day. to still have that because you still need it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're mm-hmm. just going through the motions on parenting. You're going through the motions as a spouse. So it's still important to prioritize yourself um, with your spouse. And then my sister, um, she'll watch them for us um, every now and then so that we can have a date night or 
get stuff done around the house or do whatever and just go get a massage. <laughs> Shout really out to the sister. That's <laughs> huge. Like that yeah. is, it's huge. Yeah. She's like, been she has no idea awesome, man. Like, like how much it helps yeah. us when she does that. Yeah. And so she'll like take them for a few hours or she'll take them overnight. Um, yeah. Like there's nothing like having help because even though, yes, we wanted kids and there are, they're ours, but when you have like the help, everybody says like, you know, it takes a village, but when you don't have anybody, like it's hard. It's like, you know, it's supposed to be more people like helping you raise these kids. And um, when you don't have that, it's really, really hard. So was oh. there ever a point where you felt like you didn't have that? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, just because like you want the help, but you don't trust anybody, you know what I mean? And so, like, you trust them, but then you don't. Like, you don't know. Like, your responsibility is to keep them alive. And, like, it's such a huge responsibility, and you're new to it. And so you just think of all these the horrible scenarios, you know? Um, but now that they're older and everything, like, and now we have two kids, so it's gotten easier, like, mm. a lot easier. Mm. And now, like, we welcome the help. We, you know, my mom comes down here. My mom and my dad come down here and they'll like stay for a week. Um, and like, we'll watch them too while we go get a massage or, um, I go run my errands or, you know. And a lot of it is on her side of the family, like where mm -hmm. we get <clears throat> the majority of the help. And mm -hmm. like, I can't say enough how, how much like any little bit is huge. And sometimes, like, I'll see other people who have the help, and I'm like, man, I wish we had that. But, you know, her side of the family at least contributes with whatever they can. They live further away. Um, but, you know, we enjoy our time. Because we don't have, like, you know, where um, you could just be like, oh, I need to go grocery shopping or things that you don't, that are, that, that's hard to go grocery shopping with two kids, like. Yeah. It's chaos. Mm -hmm. Um, but sometimes I have to do it. Um, but it's not like I can just be like, I'm gonna drop them off at grandma's today or um just so I can go get a haircut or I can do something for myself or get these errands done. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the times it's just they just come with me. Um and sometimes it's a lot harder, but if I have to get it done, like I don't wanna have to wait till Yvonne gets out of work or on the weekends, like I wanna get these things checked off my list. How do you feel about raising your kids and what the future holds? I think it's a lot of pressure. You could raise them and at the end of the day, like with you know, all your values and everything and good values and everything. But you know, when they become adults, they'll make the decisions for themselves. You can tell them as much as you can and some of it will stay with them. And then a lot of the things, you know, your parents told you not to do and you probably did them, you know, or so you just got to do like the best you can. They're a reflection of you, but sometimes like you, like they're little, like they have a mind of their own and like you might tell them not to do this and they still do it or, you know, they, they're developing. So they aren't quite like, they don't quite understand like the tantrums and all that stuff. And a lot of people will judge, like, you know, if you see somebody at the store and their kids throwing a tantrum, like they don't know that you've already like talk to them that you've been working with them at home like they just see what's there and if you don't do anything about it you're gonna get judged 
if you spank them, you're going to get judged. If you tell them something out loud, you're going to get judged. Like there's always going to be, everybody's going to have a different parenting style and everybody thinks that there's just the right way or that you didn't do enough or whatever. So it's just really hard because I just think it's a lot of pressure. Like you have to keep somebody alive, you know, you have to make sure they're healthy. You have to make sure they like, there's so many things you have, like they're set for the future. Like there's a lot, there's a lot of things. You mentioned like onlookers mm-hmm. <laughs> possibly being judgmental. And it just made me think like, you know, I've seen children and, you know, we all, we all judge, we all think this, that, and the other. I definitely don't express anything because I know I was a kid too. And I would just say for all of us onlookers, let's just have a little more patience and grace for, for the parents and the kids because kids are kids. And again, like what you said is important. I don't know as an onlooker, what you've said so far, what happened, how did this tantrum transpire? And so for me to just step in and in a moment in a split second and just to assume something, it's like, I have no idea what's really been going on here. So yeah, we were like that before. Like I remember being like in college and I'm in the dressing room trying on and there's a mom and a kid next in the next stall or whatever in the next dressing room. And they, you know, the kid's just throwing a fit and like, isn't happy and I'm like, my kids are never going to do that. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. That, did, that's you know? a magical phrase. And it's so, like, my kids are never going to do that. But then, like, you know, you have kids and your kids do that, even though you already told them not to do it, even though you've gotten on to them, they still. You had to talk at home. Do, yes, you had to talk. You gave them the look, you know, <laughs> all the things. You've gone through all these things and they're still going to do what they're going to do sometimes. And one thing, though, that we have learned is that has been really helpful when it comes to that is I mean we've learned it because we've lived it and so it's like not to judge other people like uh, and vice versa like if our kid is hitting right we get judged for it but then before you know it that now their kid is hitting um or acting out in a different way and it's like that's why you shouldn't like talk about other people's kids because you never know when your kid's gonna do the exact same thing or do something else that is like frowned upon you know so it's just like everybody develops at a different age and everybody every kid will have some type of like bad behavior or like make bad decisions or you know whatever and so um you know I just I just think like having whether you have kids or not have kids yeah like having more compassion for people because you never you never know either though like maybe they were just hungry or maybe they were tired and that is, that's a thing, you know, like they are, they're tired. And a lot of people too, like that too, was always like, oh, my kid's tired. That's why they're acting up. And you're just like, okay, like, you know, you judge, but then it's like, they really are tired and you live it, like you experience it. And then now you have compassion for other people. You hear those stories and like the news and stuff and where like someone got upset during a flight where their kid kept crying and crying. It's like, their kids. Do you really expect a two-year-old to sit down on a seat the entire flight? Like I do. <laughs> I mean, we want it to be that way. But you will be disappointed. You will be disappointed, sir. Like even adults can't do that, you know? Or like say you're in a meeting at work or whatever and you have no breaks and you're just kind of like you're fidgeting on, you know, you're drawing on your 
paper or you're fidgeting or you're just like yawning or you're tired, you know, and you start to get restless. So then we expect kids who haven't even developed, you know, that part of their brain yet. And they're expect them to like sit in a classroom for even two hours or one hour to focus on something. Are there any particular challenges you face in maintaining balance between work, personal time, and family? Every day. You both nodded your heads. And it's like, you know, Myra stays at home, watches the kids, right? I go to work. um, It's like we're both going through different stresses, and they're both valid, and they're both legit. And I think it's just the like both acknowledging that we are doing a lot of work, but it may look different and there are different types of stresses. So, you know, I, I know that that's one thing we've talked about, you know, how we can kind of come together and, you know, make it work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, like we both have different roles, but we're both still parents. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yes. I would hope so. Like, Even though, like, you know, one of us works and one of us doesn't, like, we still have to be mom and dad, you know, but we also are still individuals. We still want our me time. We still, and a lot of that, you know, we have to put it it towards the kids, right? But it is really important. Like, you can't fill from an empty cup, you know? So you really do have to take care of yourself and you have to make time to eat and like take care of yourself because if you don't then you're not going to be any good for your kids you know or for each other me going to the gym at five o'clock in the morning is not by choice trust me on whenever i say that it's because i so go to work throughout the day right come back i want to spend a little bit of time with the kids before they go to bed and i still want to spend time with myra so i mean it's definitely hard and i know she goes on on a different side of hers, right? She spends all day with the kids and I'm sure they're not perfect angels. And I know it's stressful a lot of the times for her, but she's also waiting for me. So I can kind of take that load off a little bit for her and, you know, she can have a little bit of me time. And I know that's just a constant battle every day. And we just try to do the best to make that work. Do you guys ever feel like you're both burnt out essentially and it's like look we do good tagging tag teaming but right now we're both losing it what do you what do you what are like what would you suggest like what are your go-tos what has worked what doesn't work i think we're still figuring that out like you know some days we've got it and i think like some days like one of us has a little bit more energy than the other one or we're like hey okay like I'm going to do bath time with the kids. You do homework with the kids, you know, or like Yvonne would be like, okay, I'm going to come home and I'll make dinner tonight or whatever. So even something small, like like taking one task away from the other, it's big. Well, you answered like the other three questions that were on the list, (laughs) but that's okay. We'll go to the next one. What's a cherished family tradition or a spontaneous activity that consistently brings joy to your household? I can tell you one because we've been part of it. It's your annual July 4th party. Yes, They are pretty dope. That is the tradition that I have cherished here, but I'm not you and I'm not your kids. So it's just a promise that I, I kept Myra, like even before we got married, like I am committed 
to the family and like making holidays such a big deal, birthdays a big deal. And it's just that's been the tradition. Like for I know our biggest ones, Fourth of July, Halloween. Uh, Halloween are big ones, and everybody has a good time here. But I mean, we just really try to celebrate any little thing, yeah, like anything, like anything, like yeah. pre-K graduation, um, first day of school. Obviously, birthdays are big. Really, anything. Someone's like, success. Uh, it, yeah. You know. We love to host. We love to be around people. We love having people over at our house. Like, we love that. Like, the more the merrier. And that's what I like, that we both like to do that because we both, like, look forward to those things and we do those together because we both want to do them. So I think, like, those are some of our main traditions. Like, we know Fourth of July and Halloween, we're going to do it big, like, with our friends and family and whoever wants to come. I could definitely say you guys are very good hosts and we have the best times here all the time. Thank you. And we're pretty spontaneous. Like we're always down for whatever, even if you have kids, like if we're not doing anything like, yes, I might have to pack, you know, the diaper bag or extra snacks or, you know, you know, we have a picky eater. So I have to pack, his whole lunch, you know, when we go out, but like, we look forward to hanging out with our friends or family. And we honestly don't care if it, if somebody invites us and it's an hour away, like we'll go, like we yep. enjoy yes. it. And like distance time us. does not matter if we're free and we want to go, we will go. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things about having kids just because you have kids, like doesn't mean it's over. It's just, you can still do the things that you want to do. It may be harder, but you should always still do some of those things that you want to do, whether it's traveling, whether it's like, you know, go visiting a friend or, you know, taking a small trip, like you can still do all of those things. And that's one of the big things is like the expectations. Yeah. Like don't have expectations with None. the kids because, and you know, it's not going to go that way, you know? And so it's better just to know that before you go and know that you can always leave. Like if the kids are too rowdy or, you know, they're whatever, whatever, you know, just know that you can leave whenever. And then getting them used to it early, like traveling, taking them out to a restaurant, taking them to church, like, they will eventually learn how to act in different places and know like what you can and cannot do, you know, at different places. And I think once you get them used to it when they're younger, they'll enjoy it more as they get older. Like and it'll be easier on you too, because, you know, we've gotten our kids used to traveling. We've got them used to going out to eat at restaurants or to the stores and they know, and they enjoy it. Like they enjoy all those. And it makes it a little bit easier on us because they're, excited to go places. We definitely see that. I would say that when we met you as parents, one of the things that stood out is that you take your kids everywhere. You involve them in everything. Like the children don't hold you back from living life and being around friends and family and going places, trying out places, doing whatever. And that's definitely something that Franco and I have taken away that we've always envisioned doing. We just didn't see it in action entirely with like, you know, you guys are the first couple with two kids. I would say that 
have been very active out and about. And it's just like gives us hope like this is possible. And I think we as, you know, we're not parents yet, but we do aspire to be. We really try to be supportive of all of our friends with kids and just, you know, mingle, mingle, have fun. And the kids are so much fun to be around. And we so. love that because y'all make us feel so comfortable. Like we feel comfortable at your house. We feel comfortable bringing our kids around you. Um, like we know you're not going to judge us. We know like you just feel at home. And like we see how much y'all care about our kids and y'all help with them. and. Like they love y'all. So like that makes us feel good. Because, and we're all spontaneous. Don't yeah. cry, Franco. <laughs> our, our kids, our kids feed off of vibes. And I've told you guys, yes. it's like they read vibes. Someone mm. who comes in with a vibe, like it's not a good one. They, if you guys notice, they Children stay away know. from that. And, and, and no one told them anything. It's just, they read the room and it's like, and so they, they are attracted to people that bring positive vibes. And that's you guys, you guys, um, show that loving, nurturing, you know, um, feeling, you know what I mean? Where they, they feel warm and they love hanging out with you guys. They love giving you guys big hugs and, Oh, I miss them tonight. (laughs) I mean, we love hanging out with you guys, but I do miss them. I know. They never want to leave your house. They're always asking if we can come over, like, all the time. Always welcome. They've already, they have their own room there. (laughs) Okay, so we have one last question. Um, What's one piece of advice for us as aspiring parents, guys? You probably have, I mean, I want to hear all, but. Okay. uh, Always. Like, people are always going to give you advice. Like, this is my main thing. People are always going to give you advice. Nobody's parenting is ever going to be, like, fully the same. Um, You just got to do what's best for your kid because God gave you those kids. And they didn't give them to me. They knew that you needed to be that kid's parent. Mm. I like that. Yeah, that's true. It's, like, the best advice, honestly. It's beautiful. And for me, it's live your life. You know, it's, it just goes back to what I talked about earlier. It's like, you still do the things that you would want to do. Like you live, you know, each day, how you want to live it. And the kids are not a burden. It's just, you're adding more people to your wolf pack that it's, it's going to make your life. It's definitely going to make your life. Um, and although it may be harder to pack and all that stuff, like still look, to live your life. I want how 10. How you envisioned it. <laughs> Whoa, we can talk you, about numbers you here. Want, you what? want a soccer team. I want a soccer team, yeah. <laughs> and even though, like, your kids would be on a schedule or maybe not, whatever fits you, you know? And um, our kids, like, they got on their own schedule, but it didn't mean that. Like, they were used to sleeping wherever we were at, you know? I'm in their stroller or whatever. And so we always, we veered off, what do you call it? veered off the path right yes veered off, yeah, the, path? off yes. the path uh when it came to like their nap time sometimes or whatever like so we could go out and enjoy life and um it didn't have to be every single day but we were okay with them like getting a later nap time or um we would just bring their food with them if it was going to be during their food time or whatever so you can still make it work. i will say myra 
has prepared for any possible scenario. Like she has bags She's ready to go. She's always prepared. Yeah. She is. It's like there's a bag for going soccer. out. There's a bag for soccer. There's a bag like in, in case they get wet. Like if the world is, like, <laughs> I'm hanging. I'm going with Myra. She's got snacks. Like, it does make it easier though, because like you can just pick up that bag and go, and it's like you know that everything's there. So I know I don't give Myra a lot of credit for that but like she does man she is like the anchor and motor of the entire family thank you babe that that uh, mom hack (laughs) yeah the mom hack because there are things that we are gonna do often right like if we know it's the summer right and every now and then like our friends invite us to go to the pool like we don't use that every day so it stays in the bag it stays in the like all the beach stuff all the pool stuff the beach towels, everything is in the bag. And then that way we're not like scrambling, trying to find everything and like wasting time. Like that way we could just yes. be out the door ready to go. Yeah. Be spontaneous. I'm just the guy navigating <laughs> like, and, and Myers like the motor legit. I, I definitely know I can do a lot more, but she, it's like, so by the time I even realize anything, it's already done. I'm like, oh, He's like, oh, do we bring yeah. this? I'm like, it's already oh, done. It's already packed. It's already, it's packed. Like, it's already ready to go. Yeah. Done. Useless. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're driving the boat, bro. <laughs> driving the boat. Someone's got to drive. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for sharing the joys and challenges of parenting. Yes, thank you. Because I don't think everyone is so open and willing to really dive into like their personal experiences and give their feedback. Yeah. So thank you guys for joining us in this episode. We will see you guys next week. 